You are listening to the 10 Minute Entrepreneur Podcast with host Sean Castrina. Okay, we're going to learn something today. I have an established entrepreneur. He bootstrapped a billion dollar cybersecurity company. He founded ReliaQuest. I have Brian Murphy with me here today. Brian, it's great to have you on the podcast. Great to be with you, Sean. How's it going? It's good. I, I love to talk to people who've done it. And I, I typically like to start with when did you know you were an entrepreneur? You know, uh, I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. Uh, Dad's a, a retired mechanic. My mom worked inside a grocery store, but I was always just fascinated with how things worked. It was even as a little kid, just whether it was a movie that's piqued my interest or just figuring out how a construction project came together. I loved manufacturing, just how things were made. And I think that curiosity is when I started to realize I was wired a little bit differently. Now, was ReliQuest the first company you ever started? It was. First first time that I burned the lifeboats and uh, jumped out of the plane that I was in. It always tinkered before and run other businesses uh, on the side. But yeah, first first one. Okay, now you bootstrapped this, you know, for a decade, which is yep. which is you know hard to do. That means you didn't take, you know, you, you didn't take venture capital, you didn't dig into any deep pockets and give away Correct. ownership for somebody else's money. If for the audience that may not understand what that means, so t tell our audience why you bootstrapped it. What are the uh, some of these are rhetorical questions for me, but what is the huge upside of of bootstrapping it? The big upside is one, you you retain control and, and you you stay in the problem longer. You have to really be solving a problem for a customer that's willing to pay you. Um, and if you structure your business to be created that way, it makes you more resilient over time. And when you do take capital, you really have something to contribute and something to say. It's not, hey, I have this idea. Will you fund it? Let me see if it works. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, and, and then part of the reason was when I started, you start in 2007, the world kind of imploded middle of 2008, it was a pretty murky world for, for two years after that. And so it gave enough cover to really grind and figure out what was the right fit for us and what was the right market for us. Yeah. And, and the question when you did, was that, when you say it was all in, you weren't doing anything else on the side, this was 100%. This was it. Uh, you know, I had my daughter was three when I started the business. My uh, and then my wife and I had our second child uh, one year in. So it, it was it was all in. At one point, I had over six hundred grand of second mortgages and credit card debt and everything. I've never missed a payroll except my own, and I've never not paid a bill. So uh, that's um, that's, that's a claim to fame. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I, I I always share with people when they tell me they're going to start a business. So well, I'm going to tell you what's really going to happen. You can decide. You, know, you can play this out any way you want to. If you can keep your job in any way or any form of your job, keep it because you're not going to make money for two years. Correct. Because e even the money you make, you should be putting it back into your company. You should, you're the last per. I always tell them you're the last person that eats. That's it. That's it. And, and it, you know, it's not just the first two years either. There are yeah. times we are four five, six years in where I took myself off a of payroll. You yeah. know, there's been oh, I, 30, 40, 50 times. Right. And you just yeah. have to. You have to be all in, but I, I completely agree with your advice. As long as you can be employed and making money in other ways, do it. Um, I just wasn't in a sector where I could be all in at both. And I, I don't have that personality. I just had to sell out and, and jump. Hey, and there and there's nothing there's there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And I can already tell by your personality type, Ms. Short Harris. You you I'm sure you did. Okay, this is my bills. This is how long I can last. Okay. Yeah. If by chance this doesn't quite go and I need to go do something, here's my you know, my little parachute. Cause that's typically how my brain works. 
you know, because when yes. you, you have that discussion with your family, it sounds really exciting to them. They wish us all well, but then there's always that question, but what if? <laughs> yeah. What if, and you want to avoid the if only moments, moments, if only I had this, you know? So, <laughs> so now, you you know, it's a, a company that, you know, valuation of a billion dollars, you know, we can all take that with a grain of salt, but it's still bigger than a million. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always say people tell me what their company's worth. Your company's worth whatever somebody's willing to pay for it today. Uh, exactly right. Uh, it could be either really good or really bad. I've seen companies <laughs> sold for way more than they're worth and some weren't worth what they, but, but billion is a good number to work back from no matter what direction you go. If you <laughs> yeah. go back 500 million, it's still a good number. If you go 1.5, it's still a really good number. So there's no, you know, no, no, no bad side of that. So well said. What, what is, what is the one thing you wish you would have known when you first got started? You know, I think, um, I think I wish I would have known that it's the most difficult thing you'll ever do, but it's also not that difficult in a strange way. Like if you're willing to just stay committed and let the decisions come your way, make the decisions and just stay in the moment and don't let all the other stuff, all the what ifs, all of the other stuff distract you. I think I would have saved myself a lot of mental anguish where you try to worry about every little thing when it's, What's the most important thing I can be doing right now? And do that. Do that every day. String together enough of those days and odds are you're going to find the gold. Like if you keep swinging, it's just, it's possible, right? And I think that's um, that's part of the wish I had that discipline to understand then that I probably would have saved myself a lot of anguish over those years. Just knowing if you work it out, it'll work out, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, I because I, I, you know, I get overwhelmed too sometimes and I have a, a system that I use and I'll show it to you. Basically, I just take a note card as I'm lifting up on he can see it because I always like to see my guests to keep my interruptions to a minimum. But no, I'll take a note card and I will literally put an, a star at the bottom. Like I'll, I'll lay out okay, what needs to get done today. Here's kind of my, you know, I'm an old school guy. I like this guy. I can put it on my desk. I can put it in my car. Very, very simple. I can throw it away the next day. But I put the one thing and the one thing is, okay, what one thing and typically five days of the week, it's what's going to move the needle within my companies. What is the one thing that only I can do that will have the positive impact on whatever that thing is. And that is the meteor that, I'm, you know, that's, I'm going, you know, I'm like a missile on that one thing. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I, and I think in personal life, I would just say, kind of be where your feet are. I wish I would have learned that earlier. You know, when you're never be upset that you're not at home or that you're at work too much, or when you're home at work, just wherever you are, be there and, and don't beat yourself up for not being somewhere else. I think it took me a long time to learn that. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, Lou Holtz said a great, great phrase um, <laughs> on this, you know, obviously co coach at Notre Dame at the time. And coaching is about a hundred hour a week job. If anybody wants to, you know, college coaching and his family, he came home and his family gave him a speech of, Oh, daddy, you're never here. The wife, you know, Lou, you're never here. Blah, 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 blah. He said, great. I agree with you all. Basically went through their lifestyle. He goes, okay, sweetheart, you know, that beautiful dress you wore to the dance last Friday. It's because I did that. He went through all the reasons, this beautiful house we live in and you know, that private school and did it from A to Z. You know, honey, you don't work. Gosh, it's a beautiful ring you're wearing. You know, going through it. Came home the next day early. His family said, why are you home so early? <laughs> Boy, get back out to work. You know, you know the, the point is, is there's a payoff. There, there, there is the payoff.
there's a payoff and there's a price. And, and I think as long as your, your eyes wide open and everybody, and it's what probably what Lou is saying is it's not about the dress and the house. It's just, Hey, this is, we're all doing this together. And we have all of our roles. And I think as long as everybody knows why they're doing it and there's meaning behind it, then that, and it'll be okay. Right. I think that's uh it's, it's that clarity. I think that matters of like, why are we doing this? You're right. There's a payoff here. You know, it's some, you know, there's this is right. You know, there is a, you know, life is, is fairly good people. And, and I'm a big generator in, in, in that being good. So tell me what's the, you know, I always, what's the one, you know, obviously we talk about focus. That's the one thing you should have known, but sometimes there's another answer to this one. What's the one piece of advice you'd love to give to entrepreneurs? You know, you're, you own a company, you always get that, you know, hey, can I take you to coffee? Or what, you know, we, we get those, you know, wherever it is, it could be just pulling us aside for one minute. Yeah, I mean, so we talked about focus, but I think it's also one, um, just stop. Everybody tries to be too strategic. Everyone's trying to solve this one big, I'm going to change the world, aha moment. And I think building a great companies is a series of good decisions, not not one big decision. So I, I feel like people get distracted on the outcome they're trying to get to. Well, I want a billion dollar outcome. I'm going to build a hundred million dollar company. Well, how do you build a million dollar company? Like, how do you, how do you get to your first check and let's get to your second check. And so I think people want to be too strategic and, and, and too, too much of a big think thinker. And I think be a great operator. Like, you, you know, there are so many things. It doesn't matter if you invent the best technology the world's ever seen. You still got to, put together an effective culture and know how to hire and know how to retain those people. Like be a great operator of your business and don't be so focused on the external world's validation of you. Like be really good inside your own operations and make sure there's a ton of clarity with your team that, which allows them to be more consistent, which ultimately allows them to perform. And if you do that, you'll get all those external accolades that'll come later. I see too many startups trying to apply for too many startup of this award or you know the best entrepreneur in the southeastern corner of clay county right it's like just that's not going to help you grow your business so i just like to see people put their head down and like do the thing that they said they were going to do and that may be too intense oh but, no i agree yeah, I, i'm a, listen i love it because i'm a firm believer and when you do the basics really well you'll be shocked how many great things you'll hit along the way uh, you know i was an athlete and that's just the way it is. In other words, you know, if you practice the basics and you do the basics and you continue to do the basics really well, you'll proceed, you know, you'll, you'll succeed and you'll find out when you start failing, it'll be because you're not doing the basics. It's all, it's totally all, it comes down to the basics. Totally agree. And, you know, it's, I think people start to believe their own story too much and they get away from what got them there. Like the, the approach, the discipline, the mindset, um, that got them there. It doesn't mean you don't have to pivot and change your business and technology changes, but at your core, doing simple, savagely well, uh, that you can get away with a lot of mistakes if you can just do the simple things well. What's the one pivot, you know, and you can give it to us in a broad sense, but to teach the audience, because that's the whole goal of the podcast. The one thing you didn't see coming, but you made the right pivot. Data moving as much as it did. I mean, a decade ago, if you would have gone the chief information officers of Fortune 500 companies and tell them in 10 years or five years, you're going to store all your data in Microsoft, Google, or Amazon and let them run your email and all your stores, they would have laughed you out of the building. And we just happened to be building technology that when data moved, it required them to use our technology. And that just how fast it happened 
never would have never would have predicted it. And uh, it just goes to show you it's we were solving a problem for large enterprise customers. And that problem became the problem for everybody for middle market, you know, from enterprise down. So that's been uh, the, the rapid change has been crazy to me. I love it. This was such just such just such a good this such a good interview. I have Brian Murphy with me here today. That's pretty good that I remembered your name completely because I did your notes got flipped over when I was showing you my my card and I go I'm going to call this guy like Bob Smith or something. <laughs> Brian, it's great to have you. He is the founder of ReliaQuest and just gave us some incredible things about focus, about you know being great at operations. At the end of the day, you got to be great at running your business because everybody will figure out that you're not and you'll never keep the high level employees. They will abandon you. And not only will they do that, they will be your competition. It's exactly right. It's, that's a, that's well put. You better figure it out before they do. Right. Yeah. Cause once (laughs) they know they're better than you, that is a, that is the role you have got a problem inside your building and it's just a matter of how it's going to manifest itself. That's right. Companies win or lose from the inside out. External forces don't, don't beat you. It's always inside out. Absolutely. Again, I had Brian Murphy with me today. Brian, how can they connect with you? I appreciate you just, you're just one of them guests that I brought on because you, you know, just successfully building a company. That's, I I guess I'll take a person who's building a lemonade stand. Just tell, tell us something we can learn. Thank you very much. I appreciate being on. Uh, You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter at uh, Brian Murphy RQ or on LinkedIn, just forward slash Brian Murphy ReliQuest. Appreciate it. Audience, thank you so much for listening. Humbled by how well it does. It continues to blow me away as a top five business podcast, number one, number two entrepreneurship podcast. Um, thank you. And it's because you tell others about it. If you'd be kind enough to give a review, I would be grateful. That's all I ask. I do the podcast to equip, encourage, and educate entrepreneurs in the shortest amount of time possible because I have the attention span of a flea. Um, so thank you with that. The podcast brought to you by Gig Strategic. I, I personally believe the best digital marketing company for small businesses. You know what? If you've got over 500 employees and you're doing a billion, I think there's other places to go. But for the 98% of businesses who aren't doing any of that, I think Geek Strategic's a great place. So give them a reach out, geekstrategic.com. Again, thank you for listening and we'll talk soon.